Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Read Reads, and to be completely honest, I was not gonna do an episode this week, so this is kind of like a bonus slash late episode, because I got sick this week, and you know, I was a little bit nasally, I don't know if you can still hear it, but it's still here, and this week's episode, I'm just gonna call it Read Rambles, and then by back by popular demand, I'm gonna do the r slash no stupid questions from Reddit. Now, what inspired this week's episode was an interesting convo I had this week with a business owner and the conversation kind of veered into taxation and everything else and the question one of the questions that was posed to me during this conversation was how much does the top one percent earn per year and how I kind of rephrase this question for just for the episode is how much do you think you would need to catch up for the top one percent uh, in the country, right? And I'll give you a chance to answer. So, five, four, three, two, one. Have you come up with a figure yet? Well, what do you think it is? My answer was nothing, since I was under the impression that they lived based on their credit, their name, and they never actually took a paycheck. So, all they do is just chalk everything up to business expenses which there might be some truth in it, but it's not in its entirety. So I went digging around the internet and believe it or not, I found an article written by Fortune and the title of the article was, it takes, the literal title is, it takes a 650,000 a year income to reach America's top 1%. But in some states, you need to earn much, much more. Now, this article published by Fortune was written by Eleanor Prindle, or Pringle, and it was published July 14, 2023. The article states that the average American household needs $652,657 to be ranked among the top 1% countrywide. The article was based on a research published by the financial advisor Smart Asset, which did this uh, research July 17, 2023. Interesting points to note from the article was while the average is $652,657, it depends on where you actually live, your zip code. The article highlighted the fact that it's easier to close that 1% gap in southern states, unlike its wealthier counterpart, Connecticut. In order to reach the wealthiest of the top earners, you need to be earning $952,902 a year, followed by Massachusetts, which is $903,401 a year. California is $844,266 a year. New Jersey, surprisingly, is $817,346. And lastly, New York, which is $776,662 a year. The states listed by the article where it was easier to get into their top 1% of earners were West Virginia, Mississippi, and New Mexico. Or New Mexico. Um, but West Virginia boasted a figure of $367,582 a year in order to get into their top 1%. Mississippi was $381,919 a year. 
uh, while New Mexico was 411,395 dollars a year so in 10 years when you guys are looking for me just know i'll be living somewhere in west virginia all right so another part of the conversation that i wanted to share with you guys and i promise i did not notice and you know kudos to everybody who already know this and uh have their business going is the fact that if you own a business in certain states you have to pay what they call inventory tax also, I promise I won't turn every conversation I have into an episode unless I ask permission first, you know, from the person who I have a conversation with. But it was very interesting, the fact that you have to pay what the accounting term for it is called an inventory tax. So I went digging around the internet for my education and for your guys' education to share with you guys. And fulfillmentanddistribution.com labeled it as an inventory tax and is a property tax applied to business based on the value of its inventory. It is typically referred to as a business tangible personal property tax, a TPP. Inventory tax is based on the state in which you store your inventory, not the state where your e-commerce business is registered. I honestly couldn't find the federal equivalent for it. Uh, what I did find that it depends on the state that you're in. And according to boxstorms.com, these states include Arkansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Oklahoma, Texas, Virginia, Alaska, Maryland, and Vermont. And they can choose to impose it either statewide or locally. Forbes did an article on it and it was titled The Much Maligned Inventory Tax. And it was the article was done by Roxanne Bland, August 29, 2022, where it talked about the negative impacts that this tax might have on the local business economy. Now, two of the ones that stood out to me, so I don't bore you guys, was the fact that the first one, right, was the fact that the businesses who have to carry large inventory naturally will get taxed more however there are some incentives to this because having a larger inventory means that you can possibly have large amount of employment and you might get some type of government waiver the downside to this is the fact that smaller businesses like your old mom and pop shop who might have a large inventory can't afford to hire the same amount and They've been there for 20-something years or even more, but guess what? They're not privy to this tax exemption or they're not privy to any benefit because, one, they, they just simply can't afford it. They just, have, they just have their loyal customers and they just have time and inventory. That's pretty much it. The other part was the FIFO and LIFO method in order to uh, inventory your stock. FIFO means first in, first out. The problem with this method is the more profits you earn, the more taxes you have to pay on it. However, LIFO method, you earn less profit, but you save more on taxes. So it's kind of a lose-lose situation, win-lose situation. I, I, I don't know. But either way, oh, I forgot to mention, LIFO means last in, first out however you know who knows maybe that's why a lot of stores try to offload 
inventory during these seasons or during the holiday seasons just to get rid of their inventory. There's a lot of calculations and complications that go into it. So yeah, if you guys would like to read more and share more with me on Read Reads Pod, just have a, head over to my Instagram page. What does it mean to you to be a well-rounded person? Maybe in your life, in your job, in your social settings. And this question came up because, you know, while I was sick last week, this week, yeah, this week, I had problems sleeping. And I just remembered one night I woke up around 2 a.m. because I woke up like by the hour. And I just remember one night I was up at 2 a.m. when I checked the Alexa. And I was not thinking why was I up at this time or why was I standing to the side of my bed at that time. I was thinking, you know, what does it mean? to be a well-rounded person depend on the characteristics or aspects that you value or does it depend on the characteristics or attitudes that your company value or your social circle value or even society values and I just remember thinking a few was mental health physical health social health emotional health financial health and if you were religious maybe spiritual health remember thinking you know you yourself is never going to be able to achieve an equal ratio or an equal pouring into all of these aspects without help. And I remember looking at using the military complex, um, industrial complex as an example, military members who might be PT studs, you know, physical fitness studs, but they lack admin knowledge maybe. And then you have the admin knowledge junkies who could use a little bit more PT. And then you have people who are excellent at their jobs, but lack social skills or persons who are excellent on paper, but lack the technical know-how. But the conclusion I came up with before, you know, I finally went back to sleep because this is just a ramble, was just continue to excel at what you do and ask for help and to self-improve. And in the areas that you find challenging, talk to somebody, reach out and Take care of people who are closest to you and reach out to people who you know need help in the aspects that you are excellent at. And that's pretty much it. There was no deep thought into it. It's just something that I decided I was going to share since I was trying to just go. I peeved somebody off this week, but it was unintentional, which sometimes I do do that, but it's kind of like a personality thing. But I apologize, right? Because I know I can be tone deaf emotionally. And how I did it, I won't get into the story uh, in its entirety, but how I did it was, it was a uh, conversation I was having with a coworker of mine. Somebody else butted in and they were just so fixated on the minute details. And especially when I was trying to do something nice and they highlighted the fact that you know the time has passed and I was like it doesn't matter it's still a good deed we're just trying to make sure that they're taken care of and I ended up calling that person a pedantic I just told them that they were being pedantic and the person got quiet and I was like okay it's done and over with but the person tracked me down and pulled up the definition and the definition that they pulled up was from the Merriam-Webster dictionary and it describes a pedantic as or pedantic as someone who annoys others by correcting small errors, caring too much about minor details, or emphasizing their own expertise, especially in some narrow or boring subject matter. 
I know I can be like that sometimes, especially when it comes to philosophy or minor details in science. But, you know, anyway, that doesn't even matter. So I apologize. It was, well, I guess I meant you were being over scrupulous, not pedantic in a sense, but that's, that's what I meant. And I didn't mean to offend. They didn't realize is that the Merriam-Webster dictionary is not the end-all be-all for definitions, right? But the definition that I actually meant was from, you know, the well, dictionary.com listed as overly concerned with minor details or minute details or uh, formalism, especially in teaching. And that is exactly what I meant. But like I said, this is just a rambling episode. And the conclusion came up. I explained to them exactly what I meant. And they were like, oh, well, I guess. Okay. And uh, yeah, it ended there. And we're good now, I guess. But if I go missing, I'll tell you guys who did it. All right. So now I'm at the segment where I answer questions from the Reddit thread r slash no stupid questions and the first question i saw was from grouchy sherbert 1062 and the question is do you talk to yourself out loud yes i do i didn't become aware of it until someone asked me who i was talking to at work and it is just kind of a processing tool i use no i'm not crazy or do i think anybody that does it is crazy and the joke normally is it's okay to talk to yourself as long as you don't answer back. But there is comfort. I don't know about anybody else, but there is comfort in answering back. You're like, oh, hey, what do you think of this? And I'm like, yes, that definitely works. Oh, no, this doesn't work. I try to um, limit the amount of animation I have doing it. But, you know, you do you. Mariposa 9 three three asks is it rude to not respond when someone you know says hello i think it kind of is especially if that person knows that you hurt them or you kind of make some kind of eye contact i don't really get why you wouldn't answer just go ahead and say hello it doesn't really detract much from your day unless your mouth wired shut and even then you can just give a little wave remarkable underscore rush 3171 asks why do people always assume that aliens are smarter than us? And I have my foot in both camps here because we are under the assumption that when we say aliens, we're talking about one species here. And yes, I do believe that we're not the only planet in this entire universe, or if you believe in multiversal theory, multiverse with the intelligence in order to communicate or build ships or whatever else it is i don't think every alien species is smarter than us and i don't think we're the smartest beings out there the question is if an alien species is able to get here to earth are they not smarter than us or are they dumb for coming here to earth anyway where we fight over very questionable things sometimes like idealism and religion and politics and everything else anyway i might get flagged for saying that but it doesn't really matter and finally kitty marie underscore 92 asks what annoys you and she said what annoys her is people backing into parking spot but a lot of things annoy me, but yes, you are right. That is one of the main things that annoy me, and I was going to talk about it on a future episode, but since you already asked, I'm going to talk about it right now. I like to leave at a certain time in the morning, and I 
and it takes me about 20 minutes to get to work right from where i live and i plan my time out precisely so by 6:21, i should be going through the gate by 6:25, i should be getting out of my car and by 6 30 i should be changing into my work clothes what annoys me is the people who think it is absolutely necessary at 6 30 in the morning or at after 6 in the morning to park or let us say reverse park when they see an actual line of traffic behind them holding up the traffic delaying somebody else's time and i think it's just absolutely ridiculous so that is what annoys me based on a passion you can hear my voice from talking about this topic so i want to wish everybody a great week except the people who choose to reverse park in the morning and if you try to tell me that yeah you probably should leave earlier you can leave earlier yes that's very true but they also can just not reverse park or they could leave earlier so they have all the time in the world to practice their parking and not inconvenience everybody else all right with that being said we have come to the end of another episode and just so you know a goal is not always meant to be reached it often serves simply as something that you aim at bruce lee thank you guys for logging in for another episode this has been read reads and just remember if you have you know episode ideas or anything that you'd like to comment just head over to read reads pod that's re I-D-R-E-A-D-S on Instagram. Thank you guys for logging in. Join me next week to find out what I've been reading.